0: What's poppin', rock stars? This is the big question the show that gives you too much information about whether or not the fact that I take a glass of water with me to bed at night is my own decision, or if it's the machinations of a vengeful god who wants me to spill water in the middle of the night, or even worse, make me wet myself. <laughs> my name is MT, and I'm here today with the wonderful, amazing, the one and only. Jessica Clemens, what's going on, Jess?
1: Hi, I never drink water before bed. I heard it gives you nightmares.
0: Hit me with that big question, Jessica. What is the big question of the day, hmm?
1: You guys, in the thrilling season finale of Loki, we learned that He Who Remains orchestrated the events that led Loki and Sylvie right to him. He had it all written out in a script, which leads us to this week's big question. And honestly... You guys, a horrible and great big question. (laughs) Does free will exist in the Marvel Cinematic Universe?
0: it's a big question it's a really big question this is
1: the biggest question
0: yo kang he was secretly controlling everything the entire time that's a huge revelation so like it's people are wondering do does anyone even have free will like what the heck over the past decade we've seen so many important moments in the mcu but have all the choices that all of our heroes made come from a place of free will or were they all predetermined by he who remains aka Kang, but not really Kang. It's not technically. Whatever. Kang. Anyway, let's start by defining free will. Free will, not not Free Willy, the movie with the, with the whale. That's that's a different and and, and, uh, and, and, and not
1: Tang. I accidentally called Kang Tang, like the orange tree. <laughs> <drink.
0: laughs> so let's start by defining free will. Free will is the ability humans have to decide how to act in certain situations, independent of natural, social, or divine restraints. So when Loki and Sylvie finally arrive at the Citadel at the end of time and confront He Who Remains, he shows them a script. And the script claims to be the path carefully laid out by He Who Remains to bring both Loki and Sylvie to that very moment. He tells Loki that he was just a flea on the back of the dragon in for one hell of a ride even the tea he pours for them is predetermined as our loki prefers two sugars and he who remains knows it all and sees it all and he is able to observe all of time. And because of this, he is able to pave the road for Sylvie and Loki to walk it down. But let's also consider the fact that He Who Remains created the TVA in order to maintain a sacred timeline and prevent another variant of himself from conquering the timeline. The fact that the TVA has to prune variants and branch timelines in order to keep things moving in the direction that He Who Remains wants would mean that there must be some free will out there. Otherwise, He Who Remains would just write the exact script he wants for this timeline and then sit back and relax while it just goes. But ultimately, this control brings him no solace or peace. So he paves this road for Loki and Sylvie to walk down, lined with monuments of influence that will build their character and persuade their decisions so that when they ultimately meet he who remains, they will make the choice that he wants, or at least one of them will.
1: Okay, so that's completely, you know, not free will. (laughs) That is all the exact opposite of what free will is. I love him to death. I think he's very fun, but that is not free will and I do not enjoy that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like free will at all, especially if you know, he's in charge all essentially. You,
1: all you and yeah, and all you had to say was the line of like you are a flea on the back of a drac. Also, Super huge ego. You are a flea on the back of my (laughs) dragon-like scale spine, and I'm just letting you stay here for the ride. So it's like, wow. yeah, he ultimately, he has the script. He knows your sugars. He literally is like, I'm here to make sure I don't ruin everything.
0: He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when when you're awake.
1: So he definitely, okay, if we're going list by list, checking off free will or not free will. Mm. This is not free will.
0: <laughs> yes, for sure. I would not count this as free will at all. This is definitely Kang just, you know, like, well, like I said before, he's, he paved the path for Loki and Sylvie. Like, mm-hmm. that's definitely not free will. Even though Sylvie this entire time thought that she was fighting against free will, she was basically just following Kang's plan, plan. which is
1: Which honestly is. is like, girl, when you were a child, they made you sign like a bunch of pages of what you've said your entire life. You, you were never free. <laughs> you were never
0: free. Seriously. I love how they made like a small child sign all this paperwork. Like where, like you're not even going to like take the mother to which is just like, all right, you sign everything. i like,
1: I'd be like, I don't even know how to write. <laughs> I'm like, I can't read.
0: <laughs> so of course, as we've discussed, it doesn't seem like there's any free will for Loki and Sylvie. But what does this all mean for the rest of the MCU? Mm-hmm. Like, is there any free will at all in this universe? It appears as though anything that has deviated from He Who Remains' script would have been pruned off by the TVA. So does that mean that there is no free will in the MCU? Let's look at some key points and see how they would have played into He Who Remains' plans, Mm. shall we?
1: I'll take uh, no free will for 500 Trebek. (laughs)
0: I'll take uh,
1: a vowel. No. <laughs> I'll take I'll take, I'll take um, the O
0: and no, please. I'll take
1: you. the O and no. Um, can I finish the sentence? There's no free will in the MCU. <laughs> but I still stand by the fact that the we have the uh, Celestials at the very end of everything. It's like, we don't really, like, I don't, I don't know. We, let's get into it, let's get into I, it. Okay,
0: okay, okay, we get into it. We'll get all into right, it. so let us begin with one of the biggest moments in the MCU, the creation of the Iron Man, Tony Stark himself. Tony could have decided to keep making weapons, and he could have forgotten all about his Mark I suit and continued his life as a philandering playboy, but instead he chose this life of being a hero and ultimately saving the universe, which we are all grateful for because he is Iron Man. Smash!
1: And
0: So was it Free Will that made the choice for Tony or would he have always made that choice based on his experiences? Mm. And did He Who Remains set all of this in motion? What do you think, Jess?
1: He had to. He had to, and also because I think there is variants of him in different levels, different whatevers that didn't that chose to not listen to this the is doctor, true. and Jess was like, "No, I'm going to keep philandering around as a playboy." <laughs> I'm. There's so many different variations, variations, variations of him that I'm sure that all of it has been written by he who remains. I yeah, think, I, and they also said that in the TVA with the Avengers, they were like, "Loki, you can't be a hero." These are the people that are supposed mm. to be heroes. So it's like they already knew that the Avengers are the Avengers and this is what they can do. So I yeah, he, he who remains definitely made it. But does Tony Stark has his own kind of free will? I feel like yes, but
0: See yeah, it's if, hard. If, if he who remains set it on emotion it, it, then like It
1: isn't it isn't, yeah. Uh,
0: like it seems that he would wouldn't have free will. It seems yeah. like Tony Stark would like be sort of beholden by the storyteller of he who remains. Um, which is so, kind of crazy because Hugh Remains was sort of kind of be the Kevin Feige of everything. Uh, Black Kevin Feige. <laughs> Kevin Mades. Feige he was
1: like, who do I see myself as? And made sure to hire Jonathan Major.
0: <laughs> who would play me in a movie? In a movie, hmm. who would play me? Jonathan Major. Major.
1: <laughs> not David Spade, but Jonathan Major. <laughs> but you, going back, you, I think you're right. Uh, Ultimately, he does not have free will, uh, Tony Stark.
0: Yeah, it, it just doesn't seem that way, just given the way that, that Loki finale went. So, let's take a look at the man himself, Steve Rogers. Uh, old man, uh, the first Avenger, Captain old America. Uh, no longer Captain America, he was the first Captain America. Now we got... That uh that good brown version, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That, that, that that Sam Wilson, mm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Love me some Sam Wilson cap. Anyway, had he not tried to enroll in the military one more time after several rejections, he would have never been discovered by Dr. Erskine. So was Steve Rogers becoming Captain America an example of free will, or did he remains set this in motion as well?
1: Just because you're chosen doesn't mean you still don't have free will. Because you choose whether you want to take it or not, right? Mm. Right? Like. But uh, so. yeah,
0: that is a good, that is a good point. Cause like he did choose whether or not he wanted to take it, but like, was this he who remains sort of like I, manipulating it?
1: Okay. So we're watching this very, this, this, this version of Captain America. So there is probably yeah. another Captain America who could have been the main character for our MCU that chose not to take it. And so the mm-hmm. one story that we're watching is the, oh my God, I need to write this down. Write that down, write that down. <laughs> what we're watching is He who remains story choosing this Captain America to sign yes on it. But there's probably another one that said no. And he was like, that's fine for this one. But this, I need one of you guys to say yes. And was just like, Mm. which one's going to say yes? Yes! 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 Because when it comes down to like that, it's like what timelines... Oh, this is math and I did not take math in college. (laughs) So what timeline has every different story because they're just little branches, you know? It's like he can say, like, this is the one I'm going to go with. They said no. Okay, fine. I'm going to pull out this one that said yes. Hmm. So ultimately, this one that we saw said yes. This, this, our Captain America and this timeline said yes. Yes! Yes!
0: Basically, all these timelines are basically everyone's free will but yeah. like the he but Kang is basically saying like alright I need this particular instance where like yeah. these particular things happen in this moment. So like you know it is like is this really yeah. free will or is just just Kang just choosing a particular cycle to, to go with. So like yeah. yeah so this is this is why we're having this discussion because we don't know whether this ah! is free will or not.
1: Ah! <laughs> Ah, oh, this is Futurama. This is all... I, we're getting into a branch. Angelica is so good at doing this. When we did Rogue Theory, I was like, you're so good at breaking this stuff down because she loves sci-fi. I Dude, literally... She's great at I that. have a Sharpie and a notepad next to me because I can't keep track. It's like... <laughs> you know, yeah,
0: Angelica loves that Star Trek stuff, so, like, she's a sci-fi she's queen. She's
1: perfect at it, but I... <laughs> Oh, okay so with that being said I this captain America was gonna say yes regardless he was like I'm tired of being tiny I want to fight true. going back to the the part the part at the beginning I said how like they were like you are born to be a villain they are born to be heroes it seems like mm-hmm. these people were already gonna be heroes like Captain America was already gonna say yes regardless irregardless and like he was gonna do all the same stuff he was gonna do so it probably didn't take too much of like he who remains finessing to make sure it happened mm. like he was like This guy's name is Captain America. It was probably up until Civil War where he was like, oh, God, great. What are we going to do now? (laughs) He was like, great. He's saving someone that should be a bad guy.
0: But, of course, let's talk about the Avengers. Because when a young Nick Fury meets Captain Marvel, his eyes, or... I were suddenly open to a whole new host of threats to the life on this planet Earth. And he then begins a quest to gather a group of individuals able to protect us. And he didn't begin his journey with the need to form the Avengers, but once presented with the dangers facing humanity, did he have any other options? Was it free will that led him to form the Avengers, or was it the perfect result of all that he had experienced? Okay.
1: You answer this first.
0: (laughs) You answer this first, and then I'll follow. Hmm. See, this is this is, again goes back to our talk and we keep coming back to this sort of about, you know, free will in like how the timelines in the MCU work. And, you know, this could be the actions that Kang is allowed, the free will actions that Kang is allowing to happen. Whereas, like you said, in other timelines, you know, Nick Fury's like, ah, I'm not going to do the Avengers. I'll be fine. And then, like, you know, bad things happen. Nick
1: Fury is dead in probably more than 70% of the (laughs) timelines. He is not alive.
0: All these characters within the MCU are just so dynamic and they're so, they they deal with so much conflict and so Mm -hmm. much internal struggle that it'd be weird to think that they didn't have free will. Um, But it's just, like, it's just the free will that is being allowed to happen. So, like, if any, I would say if anyone didn't have free will, it's those people who are getting their timelines pruned because they're yeah. getting their, their the sta- the stage of that free will is being taken away so that there's no stage to do it. So, you know, I think that there could be free will Agreed. Here.
1: Agreed with all of that. 100, 100- I say, <laughs> I say, I say now
0: agree all this stuff is really confusing so like it's okay if you don't
1: you need that damn whiteboard. you need the pepe sylvia shit going on like honestly yes it's it's a lot of we need
0: kang's chalkboards in the background of the finale we need to see what was on those chalkboards
1: i don't know if i can be here anymore (laughs) multiverse is getting into something i can't keep track of it is
0: it's too much so
1: many levels of me having i'm gonna tattoo the levels on me like it's prison break I'm going to yes. put it all on my back and I'm going <laughs> to figure out. It's so many levels, dude.
0: So this leads us possibly to the biggest threat of life to the MCU so far, Thanos. And he succeeded in completing his life's mission. Unfortunately, for half of everybody alive. And because of that, we get the events of Avengers Endgame that create the Loki variant that branches off the sacred timeline, and this is the variant that walks down He Who Remains' paved road. Was Thanos expressing free will at all when he completed the snap? Did he make that decision? Or was this just what He Who Remains wanted all along? I honestly
1: disagree. I don't think it was. I think this was a huge problem that they were not expecting.
0: The Avengers in that game. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> the Avengers and Endgame, but also, I don't think he who remains would have would have been okay with being uh, cut out of the whole timeline. I don't think he would have allowed that to happen. Um, so I think Thanos, being who he is, who is still like a mm. god, did it mm. and had free will to do it.
0: Okay, so you think that Thanos had the free will to do it. I think, it I think it. that you're probably right. Given, like, as this conversation has gone through, I think that in, in Thanos's will, is something that Thanos is so prideful of like it's it's the very thing that sees us like yo like i'm the only one with the will to get this thing done because it has to be done because no one else wants to do it because they have feelings and they have they're not a sociopath like me but again it's the tva that monitors and, and regulates who gets to stay alive to, to have free will now let's take a look at dr strange and we all saw in avengers Endgame how the ancient one knew that stephen strange would ultimately become the sorcerer supreme he made the decision to take his eyes off the road in that split second that led to his injury an injury that would begin his quest for treatment ultimately leading him to kamar or was it never his decision? Like, would the accident have happened regardless of his driving behavior? He is another key player in the events of Avengers Endgame. So, does that mean that he who remains snipped any variants that didn't get into that wreck? Which is Ooh. really kind of crazy to think about because that accident was probably the biggest Nexus event, like one of the like, biggest oh, Nexus events oh, ever.
1: Damn it! There he goes, <laughs> talking on his phone, <laughs> sliding in the rain. God damn it! Um, I think that that one makes more sense of like mm. them snipping the parts at the beginning, and then he follows the rest through.
0: You no, know, I think you're right there because um, in Doctor Strange, one of the biggest um, reasons why Doctor Strange could even defeat uh, Dormammu, Mama, in the Do- first place, <laughs> ah!
1: Dormama, the Dormama, MTV's newest <laughs> yo mama.
0: Wilmer Valderrama hosts Dormammu Dormammu
1: and it's just uh, a ghost it's like a gas coming through dear
0: Lord no no but seriously um, one of the biggest reasons why Doctor Strange was able to defeat Dormammu is because Dormammu lives in a universe outside mm-hmm. of time he did mm-hmm. not have time in his universe right. at all right. so if, if Kang is a being that is conquering all these universes that have time in them mm-hmm. I don't think that uh, he would be able okay. to manipulate the actions of a being outside of time absolutely Yes, but let's move on to the Scarlet Witch now, who is a very important character moving forward in Phase 4 because she's about to wreck all of reality because she's depressed. Again, please go to therapy. It's so, really great. I no, no, I really no, no, recommend no. therapy.
1: I'm never going to go. No, I'm joking. <laughs> never going to do it. Never no, I'm never no. going to go, but I might destroy New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yes, she didn't choose to be placed in the room with the Mindstone, and the manifestation of her powers since then has often been without her knowledge of her abilities. And she never intended to create the Hex and Westview. So does that mean that she lacks free will, or do her actions in the post-credit sequence of WandaVision mean that she is transitioning to a point of free will?
1: I agree with the last part. Maybe it is transitioning to a point of free will, because now mm. she's re- recognizing like her levels are or like her powers are much more than what she knew, and she can alter create do whatever the hell she wants but Mm. if there was one person that he who remains messed with the most other than loki i would say it's scarlet witch like this girl did not want to be a part of anything that she got forced into Mm -hmm. (laughs) so she was like our own sylvie like it was because not only did the bomb that hit her house was stark right it was a stark bomb Mm -hmm. so it's Mm -hmm. like the uh, kang was basically like hmm <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe be like, mm, you notice the bomb hasn't gone off yet. No, okay. Well, how about you go and get worked on by scientists like a lab rat? Ski. Like I feel like he just kept like ushering her along to be like, say yes, or you're gonna keep getting like messed up with in the timeline. Ultron
0: attack B five. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Night to B five. I'll be a knight.
0: Say. The event of WandaVision technically did happen within the plan of He Who Remains. So like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if Wanda is becoming the Scarlet Witch, it seems that this is something that He Who Remains wanted, mm. um, which is a very interesting thing. Like, why would he want something like this? Because considering that um, Agatha Harkness was like, what have you done? This is like, this is going to be the worst thing ever. So it's like, hmm, I wonder if He Who Remains wanted all of this madness to to really pop off i
1: was supposed to be like what if kang is kind of like not this is a this is a rogue theory kang mm-hmm. needs someone to kind of replace him or someone to work with and he's like dr strange would never scarlet witch might so he's allowing mm-hmm. this timeline this version of her to go as far as she can to get the book to research to do everything to honestly forcing her into like the most sadness she can deal with just to be like mm-hmm. now you know how i feel <laughs> Like, <laughs> Kang is like, now you can be me.
0: <laughs> so, like, so so she could be in charge of the TVA and all that stuff?
1: Yeah, the t- maybe, it's, this is such a rogue theory. I'm just mm. guessing that, like, he has to have some sort of, like, want from her. Because she is, like, she is the most free will she can be, like, right now. Na- oh, that is, what's happening? What brain Sorry,
0: blast? No, what's happening? No, you're totally Go. right, because, like, Go. he who remains did set up Wanda, but he also knows that all of his variants would come. So, like, what if Wanda is his weapon that he's oh, using to fight all the other Kangs? He he's like, you know it. what? I'm going to give the multiverse a chance. And I'm going like, to release this mentally non-therapized white woman onto the cosmos. <laughs> and... like, kill me! <laughs> fight me! No, I'm just joking about the whole white woman part. It doesn't matter what race she is. I'm just, I I I'm just messing around.
1: She's my favorite white
0: woman. Yes, yeah, I, I love oh, Scarlet Witch. Sorry, wait. Helen But... <laughs> In conclusion, the most meta thing about all of this is that these are characters literally playing out the events of a script written out by their creators. That's the weird meta nature of all this discussion, and that these characters in our world have no free will, and that they are merely creations of many talented individuals' imaginations. And in the Marvel comics, there is the character of the one above all who has been represented by Jack Kirby and Stan Lee, and they control what these heroes did, and now that role is represented by figures like Kevin Feige, and the writers and directors that bring the MCU to life. So, perhaps he who remains was right and all these characters are just walking down the road that was paid for them and when Ravona Renslayer went through that time door in the final episode in search of free will maybe she'll discover that it never truly existed in the first place (gasps) so free will in the MCU it's a very it's a very interesting weird gray area but like I feel like as we learn more about the multiverse through like shows like What If or you know Quantumania and, and, and also obviously Multiverse of Madness We'll get a sense of like how these timelines work and whether or not you know every timeline, every pe- every person in every timeline has free will, but the TVA was just you know pruning the free will into um, it, to make a one timeline where everything happens exactly the way they want. It's this is a very philosophical talk. Woof. It was. Um, this was
1: a deep, big question. I never want to do it again. <laughs> no,
0: I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But one way you can test your own free will is by checking out our merch at newrockstarsmerch.com. That's right, it's capitalism time. We've got a limited supply of Loki merch left along with some exclusive Black Widow inspired merch. Like this shirt right here, it's not gonna be here forever, okay? It's, it, you gotta make sure that you pick it up because it's literally the most important thing that I own. It's a great way to support the channel and all the awesome content that we are predetermined to make. So head on over and check out our merch options over at newrockstarsmerch.com. Some words from the folks that help bring Big Question to you, folks like, Coinbase. Cryptocurrency might feel like a secret or exclusive club, but Coinbase believes that everyone, everywhere, should be able to get in the door. So whether you've been trading for years or are just getting started, Coinbase can help. Coinbase offers a trusted and easy-to-use platform to buy, sell, and spend cryptocurrency. And they support the most popular digital currencies on the market and make them accessible to everyone. They offer portfolio management and protection, learning resources, and a mobile app, so you can trade securely and monitor your crypto all in one place. And millions of people in over 100 countries trust Coinbase with their digital assets. And whether you're looking to diversify, just getting started, or searching for a better way to access crypto markets, start today with Coinbase. For a limited time, new users can get $5 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at Coinbase.com slash big question. Sign up at Coinbase.com big question for five dollars in free bitcoin it's pretty neat and this offer is a limited time only so be sure to sign up today that's coinbase.com big question all right jess are you ready for this bite-sized question
1: Mm, yes yes
0: all right (laughs) (laughs) that's good enough for me all right so today's bite-sized question comes from twin on discord just the twin that's just her name twin that's it interesting it's not twin uh, it's not
1: plural so this is the <laughs> just right the one twin. twin we don't know she which got rid of the other is.
0: twin oh, in the womb, in the womb. In the womb. absorbed the twin now she has the I power of two my brother women. <laughs> from <laughs> twin it says is the sacred timeline a loop or is it linear and how does the Social supreme hmm. truly see the outcomes of multiple possibilities
1: when Doctor Strange utilized the Time Stone to observe the 14,605 possible outcomes of their battle with Thanos, he didn't just view them as some sort of casual observer. He had to live and die through each encounter and just before he died in the moment, reset the timeline and start again. This is similar to the time loop he created with Dharmamu, where he died over and over again. So Doctor Damn. Strange is very familiar with many ways he can die. That's gotta cause some psychological issues.
0: He's a masochist. He's probably Who else just-
1: did that? Oh my God, oh, first off, yes, he's number one. Anyone that, I don't care what kind of hero you are, you're, I don't know. I don't know, but you sound like a masochist. And all of the observances that Doctor Strange did with the Time Stone happened along the sacred timeline. So it was a loop within a loop of time. Holy crap, this is (laughs) true, it's true.
0: Yeah, that's pretty, that's a mind f and a half. I like that. But this leads us to our final segment of the show the Box of Scraps. Box of Scraps! And this Box of Scraps comes from Danny Hale on Discord um, who asked, who would you like to see to play classic Thor? Because we got classic Loki in Loki, but we haven't seen classic Thor. So who would you want to play a classic Thor?
1: What if it was like Alec Baldwin? (laughs) <laughs> what if it, I feel like that would be one that actually they would reach that would out to. Be
0: so ridiculous.
1: Like a Richard E. Grant, but like it's Alec Baldwin, and then you'd see them hanging out in a room, and it'd be very fun to watch them like fight each other, especially in stature, because Richard Grant is really tall and slim, and Alec Baldwin's kind of short and stubby. So it'd be like,
0: mm.
1: like let's fight, like weirdos.
0: That would be hilarious. I would. An Alec Baldwin four would be like, oh my god. <laughs> i yeah. can't even do an You're elephant whisper
1: like this and fight the entire time
0: <laughs> i dig it you know i would i would want to choose i want to go with uh, another uh famous old british actor uh well elder i don't want to say old like uh in age um michael <laughs> caine i think a, a, a michael caine thor would be hilarious a michael caine thor <laughs> He's like and a, a master odin i've got the hammer I'm going to Mid-God. I can't even do it. A- I'm going <laughs>
1: to Mid-God. <laughs> God, I can't Boston. even do it, Michael K. Oh, now the Boston's coming out.
0: The the Boston... The Mid-God. It's the Mid-God. F- Mid-God, kid.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: But no, uh, Michael K. Thor would be hilarious and weird and, and wild. But... That is it for our episode of Big Question. Thank you, of course, to Jess for joining me in this episode. You can follow her at Lulu Clemens and on Twitch. She is an amazing Twitch streamer. So please follow her there if you're into video games and all that stuff, or if you just like to hang out with fun people. And you follow me at Mastertainment on Twitter if you want to see me tweet some weird stuff. But most importantly, subscribe to New Rockstars here on YouTube and make sure to hit that notification bell so you get notifications whenever we upload a video. And make sure to hit up newrockstarsmerch.com, find all these cool shirts because Uh, Shirts like this are not going to last forever. All right. Thank you guys for watching and we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.